Thanks for listening to this podcast of Trending with Timory from the Relevant Radio app. Anything you share in terms of episodes, whether it's texting it to a friend, posting on social media, helps to build up the kingdom for God to help confront the challenging issues we face as a culture, but with joy, with hope, and with an eternal perspective where our faith collides with everyday life, bringing eternal principles to help us live our life joyfully. Joining me now is Jim O'Day. He's the executive director of Integrity Restored. It's fascinating to look at everything from the crisis of porn in our culture today to video game use to the simple use of how often we check our email, our text messages, and all those dings and pings that come up on our phones. Dopamine is a real part of how and why we do what we do today. And neuroscientists bring chemists, they dive into this, and it's absolutely fascinating. Now, Jim, you're joining me now. You work with Integrity Restored. You work with a lot of couples and surrounding the crisis of sexual addiction and specifically pornography addiction. And I remember when I was doing a lot of research on pornography addiction about 10 years ago or so, I also had a friend who was coming off of... Um, a round of prescription drug use and was trying to come off of the prescription drugs he had been addicted to. And I had spent the day with him and he just kept trying to play a game over and over and over again. And to me, it felt like this nervous tick that he was engaging in. And then toward the end of the day, he said, sorry, I just realized I didn't explain to you why I've been playing this game all day as I'm trying to come off of the drugs. I am playing games to help kick into that dopamine level because there's a dopamine withdrawal that I'm going through and I need the wins in this game to help me compensate for coming off of the addiction of the drug. And I found it so fascinating because it made me realize in that moment how easy it is for us. Okay, I'm going to stop, for example, maybe looking at my screen phone all the time every time it buzzes, but I'm going to go and replace it with something else. And so part of the challenges is that we have to learn how to wean off of those high levels of dopamine that we're using today. So I'd love to talk you talk to you about the chemistry of dopamine and fasting and what we can do this Lent. Yeah, so dopamine is is a really important chemical in our lives. And and the way God made our brains is just incredible. Dopamine is a neurotransmitter, <coughs> excuse me, in our brain that creates motivation for various activities. Um, the the general activities that we used to think of around dopamine, uh, exercise, talking to friends, uh, praying, even just watching television, that has been hijacked completely um, by the technological age we're, we're living in now. Those things, eating, uh, another dopamine-producing chemical, um, looking forward to a good meal, uh, dopamine is produced. Yes. All those things now pale in comparison, and the level of dopamine that is produced by those healthy activities is less than what is happening to us all day long um, for pretty much all of our waking hours mm -hmm. due to the technology that we're kind of addicted to. And you just brought up something really important. Dopamine is a natural part of how the body functions. So, for example, 
I'm starting to get a little hot. What does my body start to do? It starts to sweat, right? To preserve itself. Well, dopamine is a part of that self-preservation. And dopamine isn't just in humans, it's in animals as well. I think, which is very enlightening when you think about it for a moment, that we need to think about how we're reacting um, to that reward and that pleasure. Uh, But you mentioned a moment ago how dopamine can kind of be a part of reminding us of that really good meal we might want to eat. Dopamine actually helps remind us about how we felt really good when we ate, and it helps us to remember to eat again to preserve ourselves. And that's how yeah, fundamental dopamine is to our bodies. It, it's really incredible when you think of, uh, you know, animals and, and humans, that chemical is the one that helps us learn about positive behaviors, food, uh, comfort, uh, reproduction. Mm-hmm. It's it's whenever you do something that the body perceives as pleasurable, the neurotransmitters, dopamine being the major one, cues the brain, you should do that again. That's a good thing. Don't forget about that. Do that again. Um, the problem is today, we are so overwhelmed with dopamine drops in our brain, dopamine hits. Uh, that our brains actually start to shut off the dopamine receptors. So we need the, the Silicon Valley companies, the tech companies know how the brain works. And the only way we're going to respond to that, which is exactly what they want, is to spend more time on that technology. Mm-hmm. And so this Lent, I think there's, there's a great, um, there's a lot of great reasons why we should do this, but I'm just going to give you a few, Timory, and then we can talk about some of the ways to do the detox. But if this Lent, you could increase your ability to focus, that would be a good thing. If you could improve your emotional regulation, the highs and the lows could flatten out a little bit for this 40 days of Lent. I think most people would like that. If you could increase your patience and and if you could live these 40 days having the right priorities based upon your values, well, I think that would be a really, really incredible Lent for most people. And we can do all that. All those things I talked about are a byproduct of a dopamine fast. And there's a number of different ways to do it. Um, I want to talk about how to do that dopamine fast, but you just mentioned improve focus, improve emotional regulation, increase patience, actually be able to live in line with your values because you're not so distracted. And just a brief testament to that. So we cut out in our household, like the TV, right? And we don't watch a ton of stuff. Um, if we do, it's on a screen and I have my phone on black and white. And I've noticed that there are times where I'm more stimulated uh, from things that didn't stimulate me as much. I remember watching a movie like last year with my husband and my heart was racing. I had to pause the movie twice in the middle because my reaction to the movie was so intense from the colors and the screen and the push to kind of get you to have that reaction that I wasn't used to or familiar Mm. in any way with all of that dopamine reaction that was, I think, that has become second nature in our culture, that the movies have to become more intense, and that it was fascinating for me to see that this is how familiar we are, that we've kind of shut down, like you said, 
that either we need more or it just shuts off in our bodies. And similarly, even just going to Costco today, when I go and see the big TV screens, like, it's incredible. Like, wow, look at that. That's amazing. And the colors, right? Yes. It's, it's, it's unbelievable. It's phenomenal. But I but, think that proves why we need this detox because it's distracting and we don't realize just how distracting it is from getting things got done to being self-aware to patients and all of this. It, I, I heard, uh, I wish I could remember the podcast. Um it was a couple years ago, it was a bunch of tech CEOs talking about when they're doing product development, the first question they ask is how sticky is that product? And what they mean by how sticky is that product is, is this product going to make you stay on that app or that program for longer than the previous one? That's the first question they ask. Mm-hmm. That should scare us, right? It should. As human beings, that should <laughs> that's scare what, us. That's why I told my husband when he was looking at the big TVs the other day, and I was in a rush to get through Costco. I'm like, "Stop! Don't look at it. They designed it for you to be addicted to it." And he's <laughs> like, "Oh, Tim Ray," and I'm laughing because I go, "I know, oh Tim Ray, this is one of those moments, but I don't have time to look at the TVs right now, and they are designed to draw you in." Of course, and that's why they put them right in front of the store. By the way, first thing you see when you walk in. You stop, you watch, the colors are incredible, the graphics, and then you're doing your shopping. But in the back of your mind, you're still thinking about that television, aren't you? It's beautiful. Yeah. So, um, there's a, like I said, there's a couple ways we can do a dopamine fast. Um, there's certainly foods like sugar. Um, sugar is a real problem for many people here uh, in the Western Hemisphere. If you can eliminate or significantly decrease your sugar intake, that is going to help. The biggest thing is the digital detox, if you will. What are you going to do this Lent to lower your reliance on that rush every day. Mm -hmm. And for certain people, um, that will mean, I've done it myself in the past, you know, tech-free Sundays. So Sunday uh, in Lent's past for me were no television, no music, no podcasts, no social media, just reading a book, hanging out with my family, spending time outdoors, uh, going for walks. That's the stuff that produces dopamine in the appropriate levels, right? Sitting down with, uh, for a lot of couples, this would be, this will be totally foreign, but sit down for a meal with somebody you love and just talk to them about anything. Cook a long dinner together. There's so many ways. So for, for certain people, Sunday only will be a, a significant uh, investment in, in dopamine fasting and their, and their overall health. For others, um, they may want to go a little more radical this Lent 
And, and that means no social media for all of Lent. Um, certainly television uh, as well would, would probably have to be eliminated. Now, depending on your job, you're going to have to use technology. Um, but that kind of technology, you, answering your emails at work, corresponding with with people electronically via chat or whatever slack or whatever your company uses it doesn't give us those dopamine hits so in this 40 days you can absolutely reset your brain and and help to lower one of the most important things is lowering that threshold at which we experience pleasure so then we can experience the pleasure in the little things of life once again. And it's simple. Like you said, it's a big thing to cut out, but it's a part sometimes of your life that can be done uh, that are things often we don't need, right? And then to improve our quality of life with things we do actually need, such as eating together as a family, enjoying cooking, exercising, going for a walk. Those are things that should be a part of our day-to-day -day lives, yet We've not been making the time where we don't think we have the time for them because all these other things are triggering that dopamine level that's making us think we have to and we want that more. That's that's correct. And and so it, it becomes almost a self-fulfilling prophecy to us that uh, I, I almost can't exist without mm -hmm. this. Right. Um, but there's so many alternatives like exercise, spending time with your family, drawing, painting, um, writing, calling somebody on the phone. You know, when, when, when I used to do that on Sundays, I would have great conversations with my sister. Mm. You know, you could volunteer. If you're just going to do it one day a week, make that day a volunteer day. Right. One thing that really helped me was when I did create this black and white challenge. I know many of you have done this with me now, either Lent or permanently, but probably 90% of the time I have my phone screen on black and white. I take it off really to look at photos or take photos. And even if you take photos in black and white, they're colored. Uh, but the whole idea was to cut back on that dopamine release that was occurring. I remember the first week, and I've told you this before, Jim, I put my phone on black and white, and I remember I was driving the car, and I was actually detoxing from that hand twitch to check my phone, because <laughs> we all have it. It's actually like psychologically, it's occurring where your hand is like twitching to check your phone, or you have those phantom rings where you think your phone's vibrating or whatever. Whatever it is that you kind of have this feeling or thought, that's psychologically how addicted we become to our screen. So I was kind of getting fighting this like itch to grab my phone. Finally, I succumbed to it. I think I'm at a light. Hopefully, I was at a light and I'm actually driving. And I pick up my phone, I look at it, and it's black and white. And I literally said this out loud to my phone You are so dissatisfying. And I put it down and kept driving. <laughs> and that was the moment I realized, whoa. Just the simple color of my phone had really had an influence on me. Yeah, and, and for certain people, this Lent, that may be the fast, right? Just changing to a black and white screen. The, the point is, do something this Lent, my personal opinion, to lower the precedence of technology in your life. Move mm -hmm. other things up in precedence. Lent is not only about giving things up, it can be about doing things. 
And here's something really beneficial we can do. Fantastic. And just some resources such as Jim O'Day from the Executive Director of Integrity Restored. I know you guys have a lot of great resources if maybe pornography is a part of that addiction. Um, Again, integrityrestored.com. Relevant Radio, I have a piece I wrote some years ago called The Black and White Challenge that I'm posting a link on social media as well as in the podcast notes for today's show. If you want to catch that and kind of how we did it, the objective, the silence, self-control, savoring life, all those things that are so important. Um, But all Also, ScreenStrong.com has great resources for how to decrease screen use in your home, including whether you have children or don't, but it helps a little bit more with navigating children. 